The anatomy of the isolation room. The airflow design of the most dreaded hospital rooms during COVID-19. Isolation rooms are single-bed patient rooms designed to protect either the patient or staff and public from infectious disease. Isolation rooms can vary a great deal in design, depending on ward configuration, patient needs, and design principle. All isolation rooms require directional airflow either inward or outward from the room, plus some type of pressure monitor to verify proper operation. There are two basic types of isolation rooms. Airborne infectious isolation, AII, negative pressure rooms with directional airflow inward. AIIs are used to protect staff and hospital occupants from patients that have contagious diseases such as tuberculosis or smallpox, and now, COVID-19. Negative pressure rooms are required to prevent airborne pathogens from contaminating adjacent hallways and other rooms. Protective environment, PE, positive pressure rooms with directional airflow outward. PEs are used to protect the patient from a contagious disease that may be carried by staff or hospital occupants. Patients confined to PE isolation rooms are generally immunocompromised due to HIV, cancer treatment, organ transplant, or other reasons that make a person hypersensitive, or what we know now commonly as vulnerable, to infection. There are generally three ways to treat airflow in isolation rooms, which will be covered later. Tracking pair VAV. Enhanced tracking pair VAV. Constant volume. Anteroom pressurization. There are three common approaches to anteroom relative pressurization according to the American Society of Heating, Refrigerating and Air Conditioning Engineers. ASHRAE. With the preference for having the anteroom positive to the room and its surrounding space for protective environments. 1. The American Institute of Architects, IA, states that there is no prescribed method for anteroom ventilation. But the advantage of a clean anteroom is that healthcare workers need not mask before entering the anteroom. Both seem to favor option one below, with the anteroom positively pressurized and air moving from it to the patient room and corridor. Refer to NFPA fire codes for more information about ventilation in anterooms. The anteroom is positive to the patient room and corridor. Patient room, less than equals equals anteroom, plus, equals equals greater than corridor. 2. The anteroom is negative to the surrounding space. Patient room, plus, less than equals equals anteroom, equals equals greater than corridor, plus. 3. The anteroom is positive to the room and negative to the corridor. Patient room, less than equals equals anteroom, plus or minus, equals equals greater than corridor, plus. Pressurization control approach. The magnitude of the pressure differential recommended by the CDC for infectious isolation and protective environments is 0.01 inch water gauge, 2.5 pascals, in relation to the adjacent space. While it is agreed that it is the difference in air pressure between two adjacent rooms that causes air to flow from inside or outside a room, how that differential is controlled may be approached in two different ways. One method, called volumetric offset, relies on the basic principle of exhausting a volume of air greater, or lesser, than the supply volume, thereby, creating an, offset. The second method, known as differential pressure sensing, employs a mechanical sensing device to measure the pressure within the two spaces and based on that, controls the amount of supply and exhaust air delivered to the space. Both approaches create a pressure differential. However, based on years of controlling pressurization in critical laboratory environments, we have found volumetric offset to be a very stable, reliable method of control. 
differential pressure sensing has historically been more difficult, less stable, and dependent on sensor accuracy and maintenance. In the Z9.5-2003 standard, the American National Standards Institute, ANSI, and the American Industrial Hygiene Association, AIHA, support the use of volumetric offset over differential pressure for laboratory environments. Specifying quantitative pressure differential as a poor basis for design. What really is desired is an offset air volume. Attempts to design using direct pressure differential measurement and control versus controlling the offset volume may result in either short or extended periods of the loss of pressure when the doors are open or excessive pressure differentials when the doors are closed, sufficient to affect the performance of the low pressure fans. 2. Ventilation rates. For new construction, a minimum of 12 air changes per hour, ACH, for infectious and protective isolation rooms is recommended. Anterooms and toilet rooms may be slightly less at 10 ACH. Many existing facilities may have lower ACH because prior to 2001, the minimum was 6 ACH. Room pressurization monitoring. A permanently installed, pressure monitoring device with visual and audible alarms is recommended to ensure that the patient room is pressurized as specified. Remote monitoring and documentation of pressure status is also recommended by integrating operating information with the building management system. The monitoring of valve flow feedback may be advantageous to verify the stability of the room pressurization versus the volumetric offset. This signal may also be integrated into the building management system. Tracking pair VAV. A tracking pair VAV application is a supply and exhaust valve that work together to maintain a prescribed CFM offset, positive, negative, or neutral to the corridor, regardless of airflow rate and independent of duct variations in static pressure. The valves support changes in airflow for occupied, unoccupied states and turndown but maintain the directional airflow required for all or PE rooms. Tracking valve pairs include all the benefits of CVV pairs but in a VAV application and control of directional airflow. Enhanced tracking pair VAV. Additional requirements for the design of isolation rooms include maximizing the room's flexibility for multiple purposes. General patient room. Higher turndown ratio for energy efficiency. Pressure monitoring. Included with valve controls. Required for isolation rooms. Humidity control, for special environment requirements of burn, respiratory, tracheotomy, or tissue-sensitive patients. Shut-off control, for room-level decontamination following AII use. Enhanced tracking pair VAV meets the need of designers who are engineering the most flexible use of space in a hospital. This is important for owners who want a facility that can respond to changing requirements, generate new revenue, and meet the future needs of unforeseen events. Constant volume. Constant volume valves, CVV, are set for fixed flow operation and stable airflow throughout an isolation room. Valves can be installed in pairs and configured at the factory for different cubic feet per minute. CFM, flow rates, depending on whether the room is AII or PE. CVVs carry no electronics but are designed to regulate proper CFM regardless of changes in duct static pressure. Like all valves, CVVs require no maintenance and provide reliable directional or neutral airflow indefinitely. References American Society of Heating, Refrigerating and Air Conditioning Engineers. ASHRAE, 2003 ASHRAE Handbook. HVAC Applications, P.73. American Industrial Hygiene Association, AIHA.
American National Standard for Laboratory Ventilation, ANSI, AIHAZ 9.5-2003, pp. 28–29. Belnor Engineering, home of the Belnor IAQ Warden, is the official multiple consecutive award-winning distributor of innovative architectural products around the globe. At the forefront of sustainability for over three decades, we specialize in laboratory and building automation and controls, IAQ and HVAC systems, renewable energy and architectural solutions, and technical services. Building green cities one green building at a time. For more information, contact us. Don't forget to read our sustainability manifesto. Decade of 2020 while you're at it. Cheers!